I think that it's a bad habit to use these phrases. And I'll explain to you why. And I'll also explain to you what would be the a good thing to say in its place. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the five phrases you should stop using immediately. Yes. And I have put them in order from uh, like least to my most disliked phrase, my biggest pet free pet peeve. I'm saving the best for last. <laughs> so the five phrases, one, two, three, four, five, five phrases that you should stop using immediately. Is everybody ready? I know rebel weight loss and lifestyle, and this is a little bit of a variation, but you know, um, <clears throat> I think that it's a bad habit to use these phrases and I'll explain to you why. And I'll also explain to you what would be the a good thing to say in its place, because when you think about it, um, we're just wasting words. We as a society, we're just wasting words. And there is no better example of wasting words than my first, which is number five on the list. Is everybody ready? <laughs> we're, we, we are. We don't spend enough time uh, listening. We just want to talk. We want to be heard. We want to talk. We don't feel like we're being heard. We don't feel like we're being recognized. We don't feel like we're being understood. And so we say crap. We just say crap. That doesn't matter. And this is a bad habit of mine on a couple of these. Uh, well, maybe I, uh, I, I don't say this first phrase, but, I, but, but the whole concept behind it is something I'm working on. All right. You ready for number five? Number five phrase that you should stop using immediately is, I'm just saying, well, I, I'm just saying, well, I'm just saying, yes, that phrase just saying is absolutely pointless. It's a pointless phrase to use, not even a sentence, or I guess it's, it's not even a sentence, really just saying, I guess it has a, it doesn't have a noun, but anyway, I guess I'm just saying that's a complete sentence, but that is a pointless use, a uh, waste of words. If you say, I'm just saying, it's redundant because we can see that you're just saying it. There's no need to say, I'm just saying, because we're hearing you with our ears. We're hearing that you're just saying it. So, well, uh, I wouldn't like, here's an example. Like, well, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't eat there. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> well, wait a minute. You didn't need to say that. You made your point. I wouldn't eat there. I'm just saying, no, no, it's redundant. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's redundant to even say that. Well, um, I would get a second consult before I would go through a surgery. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, no, you could have just ended that sentence with, I could, I'm, I would get a second uh, consult before I would go through a surgery. And you could even say, that's my opinion. Or, um, since you asked for my opinion, here's my opinion or, or something like that. But using the phrase, just saying is absolutely a waste of words. 
It's redundant and does not need to be spoken out loud. We see that you are saying it. You don't need to say that you're saying it. We hear it. We see it. Stop wasting your words. I know. See, it's crazy. And you catch yourself saying the only time I've ever said it is if I'm like really joking, like I use a funny voice or I'm, I'm being super, super obnoxious with it. I'll go, I'm just saying like, I'm just saying, I might say it like that, you know, but I don't even like to say that. I mean, very, very rare. You'll hear me saying that it is a redundant waste of words. Remember guys, as humans, we want to say the most with the least amount of words. We, if you notice like with my dog, Hazel, I don't talk to my dog unless I'm giving her a command. I don't just talk to her because first of all, she doesn't understand what I'm saying. Second of all, if you're just talking to your dog, talk, 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 they're going to tune you out. They don't understand. You know, they're looking for words that they recognize so they can like, is she, does she want a command from me? I mean, you're looking at your dog and you're speaking a language to them. They don't understand it. They don't know what you're saying. They're, they're looking at you, trying to read your body language, trying to decipher what is this person? What is my human need for me right now? Are they wanting something? Because you're directing all your energy to them and you're having a conversation with them. They don't get it. They're confused. Words make, having a conversation with your dog makes your dog an anxious. And so stop having conversations with your dog. And I know that a lot of dog owners are going to be super mad at me for saying this, but it's true. I don't talk to Hazel unless I'm giving her a command. Other than that, I am quiet. I'm quiet in this house right now. She's laying down by my feet. She's asleep on her bed. She knows that I'm working. I'm not talking to her. She's tuning me out. That's fine. But just to like walking around, looking at my dog, saying things like, who's the best girl in the world? You are because you're mommy's sweet baby girl. Yes, you are. The whole time she's listening for words that she recognizes. And does, does mommy want something from me right now? That's kind of, that's what I'm kind of saying when you say the phrase, just saying it's a waste of words. We want to you. We want to say the most with the least amount. Remember, only seven percent of all communication is verbal. There's a whole lot of nonverbal going on. There's a lot more going on if you just pay attention to what's going on around you. Pay attention to body language. Pay attention to facial expressions. Pay attention to uh, breathing. Pay attention to blinking. Pay attention to um, if somebody uh, you know looks down at the ground, looks up at the sky when they're talking. A lot of indication if somebody's lying or whatever. But don't waste words say the most you can with the fewest words and saying the phrase just saying is redundant and useless all right number four number four how are you doing yes oh do i have some upset people hear me out hear me out how are you doing really not not how are you doing but the way that people use it how you doing how you doing how you doing what I'm talking about, there was an old radio host I listened to. Maybe you guys probably know Imus in the morning. I wonder if Imus is even still live. Hey, Siri. Oh, she's not even listening right now. <laughs> she tuned me out too. Imus in the morning, he hated when people, I listened to him 25 years ago, 26, 27 years ago, and he hated when people said, hey, Imus, how you doing? And he'd say, do you care? That was always his response. And the person would go, actually, no, I don't care. And the reality is you don't care. When you walk up to the Arby's counter and you go, and the guy goes, hi, can I take your order? The lady goes, hey, can I take your order? And you say, hi, how you doing? Can I get a numbers? You didn't even wait for the answer. You don't truly care. 
that who the, how that lady's doing because you didn't even, you said it in passing. You said it just like, Bleh. hey, how you doing? Can I get a number seven, please, with fries? Uh, make that a medium diet. Like it just rolled off. Hey, how you doing? You didn't really mean it. You didn't really care that, uh, uh, you know, uh, Samantha taking your order at Arby's, you really didn't care how she was doing. So why did you waste those words? Why did you ask her how she's doing? It is something that we in our society have just done. We do it automatically. And you're asking a question, but you're really not wanting to know the answer. You're doing it out of obligation. You're doing it out of habit. You're doing it just because that's what people do. You'll notice I never say that to somebody. Never say that to somebody. Because truly, do you really want to know how Samantha at Arby's, who's taking your order, do you really want to know what she did? Do you really want her to stop and say, well, actually, my two-year-old threw up in the car on my way to daycare this morning on my way to work. And I was 25 minutes late for work and I got written up. And then I found out that my husband has been texting a girl and I'm pretty upset about it. And then to pop it all off, my mom's have found a lump in her breast and I'm really scared that something's going to happen to her. Do you really care? Do you really want to know how she's doing? You do not No, you do not because you're not even waiting to hear her answer. So stop asking people how they're doing, unless you truly want to pause, look at them, don't say anything and wait for their answer. What should you say instead? Uh, personally for me, when I want to know how someone's doing, but I want to avoid the phrase, how are you doing? I specifically ask them about something. So like, for example, the, I live at the top of the Grove hotel and every day I go down and I, and I visit with, and I check in with, and I say hi to all the girls, all the workers down there. I know all their names. There's Emmalyn, Ella, there's Ayla, there's Nicole, there is Angel. There, I know all of them. I know uh, Morgan, I know all of them. And I make a point to learn who they are, to learn their names, to learn something about them. And I have built a relationship with them. I know the management, I know Lindsay, I know Chris, I know the head of security, Steve. I know everybody, I know all my neighbors. I make it a point to know. So when I go down there and I go to visit with them, I don't say, hey, Ayla, how are you doing? I say, hey, Ayla, how's it going here at the front desk? And she'll say, good, good. The hotel's filling up. We are expecting an NHL hockey game tonight. So that's pretty exciting. So we're, we're going to have a lot of people coming in through here. And I'll say, good. Are you feeling good? Did you have a good night's sleep? Yeah, I did. I'm, uh, I'm, I've got this new puppy and she's giving me a hard time. So I specifically ask, instead of saying, how are you doing? I specifically asked something to show her that I want to know how she's doing, but I don't want to use the standard phrase that most people just ignore hearing. They say it, they say it without thinking. And then the person receiving that question doesn't think to actually answer it because they know that person doesn't really care. So I asked a specific question and then I'll say, or I'll say, how are you feeling? You look so pretty today. You must've gotten a good night's sleep. Are you feeling good? I, I say, how are you doing without saying the phrase? How are you doing? If I'm gonna say, how are you doing? I make it very direct. I lean in close. I close my mouth and I, I maintain direct contact with them the whole time. And just like I am with you right now, I'm very, I'm very, very focused. Nothing, I mean, I don't, I don't lose eye contact. That lets them know I'm specifically waiting for the answer. How are you doing? Or you can emphasize, like you could say, how are you doing here? How are you doing? 
How are you doing? I mean, there are different ways to emphasize the phrase if you absolutely must use that sentence. But most of you listening, if you really, really, truly, if you really, really, truly are being honest with yourself, you use that phrase out of habit and you truly don't care to hear someone's answer. You want to believe that you do. You want to believe that you're a caring person and you're, you're, you, you, you truly want to know how, you know, your fellow human is doing next to you and taking up space in this world and, and, and love and happy and unicorn farts. But the real, the reality is you are just trying to get your Arby's. You're just trying to get to work. You got to get home. You got to pick up your kid from daycare. You got to make sure you pay your power bill. You got to make sure you get your child support payment. Like there are things you got your own crap on your mind. You truly don't care how that person is doing. You just say it out of habit. And I hate that. I hate wasting words. Just like the last one, number five, number four is also wasting words unless you truly genuinely mean it and you are willing to wait there for their answer. And then most of the time they say, good, they're not good. They're not good. I mean, and, and someone, sometimes when someone says, how are you doing? And I can kind of tell it's being, it's ingenuine. I don't even bother to even answer it. I just like, they don't care. Like I can tell them they don't care. Hey, how you doing, Christy? Really? Do you care? Sometimes I say that. Do you really care how I'm doing? Oh, I do. I do really. Cause you were just getting ready to open your mouth for the next sentence. You don't care. Let's be, let's be honest with ourselves about what you're really after. When you ask somebody that question, I just want you to like, just take a look. Just think about this. Think about this. Stop using the phrase. How are you doing? Or how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Can I get a number seven? Hey, how you doing? Can I go ahead and uh, have you deliver that? Hey, how you doing? You just say it so quick and say, you don't even really, you don't even care. You don't even realize what that, that word, that phrase even means. So stop, stop saying that. Take a look at yourself. If you're saying that flippantly and you really don't mean it, stop saying it. Okay. You're wasting words. Number three, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. Bull crap. Even if you can't afford it, don't say it. Don't say it because the reality is you can afford what you want. I don't try to sit there and tell me I can't afford a home study program. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, you put it on a credit card if you want it bad enough, because I've seen people and even myself included when I had a sugar addiction and I was broke as a joke, I still was able to find enough money, scrounge around enough money takes money, take something back to Walmart or whatever I had to do to get money for my sugar. So people can afford what they want. They truly, truly can think about it. If you just, if you stop before you get defensive here with me right now, if you stop and you just think about your budget and you think about how you could move things around and you think about how you could cut out the, the karma macchiatos, you think about how you could cut out Uber eats. You think about how you could cut out the rent, the runway subscription. How about you cut out Netflix? How about you cut out your car wash membership? There is room in your budget for what you want. If you want it bad enough, uh, you know, we've all watched drugs Inc on Nat Geo. Have you watched that before? These guys have severe, horrific drug problems. They're living on the street and they'll do whatever they can to get their money, to get their drugs. I've, they'll rob people, they'll steal, they'll trade out sexual favors, whatever they've got to do to get money. And I'm not saying that you should trade out sexual favors. Please don't say that. No, that's not, I'm saying that 
people truly will stop at nothing to get what they want. They get real creative when you're trying to find the money for something. I know I did. I got real creative. I found something I bought that I could take back and get the money back for. I mean, I found, I got creative cutting things out and bringing my budget and tightening my, my belt when I wanted something bad enough. So stop saying you can't afford something you truly can. But what you should say in, instead is I choose not to spend my money on that. Say it with me. I choose not to spend my money on that. Or you could have a variation of that. I, I, I'm not going to, that's not going to be where I focus my, my funds at this moment, or, um, that's not in my budget at this time, or it's not something that I'll be able to swing this month, but maybe next month. There's a whole lot of things you can say, except for just, I can't afford that. I mean, you just cut yourself off. Don't you? You're like, you just, that's just the end all be all. I can't afford it. Well, talk about a lack mentality. Talk about, talk about just giving up on yourself with that phrase. I can't afford that. I mean, listen, I could afford to travel via private jet if I wanted to, but that would drain my money, my account real quick. So I choose not to travel via private jet. Could I afford it? Sure. I would only get a few trips and I'd be out of money, but I could afford it. It's just not, I don't want to drain my investment account. I don't want to drain my, my, my Roth IRA and my 401k and all the things I've got going and all the, the, the money that I've saved and I have invested in stuff. I don't want to drain those accounts just to fly private jets because it would happen real quick. Suckers are expensive, but I don't say I can't afford to fly private. I say, uh, yeah, it's not really, that's not what I value enough to spend money on. You'll never hear me say, I can't afford it. You'll also never hear me say, just saying, or, hey, how you doing? Can I get a, like, no, I don't say that in passing. So stop saying the phrase, I can't afford that. There are other ways to say that. I choose to not spend my money on that right now. That's not something I have budgeted for this month. I have not budgeted for that this month. I mean, there's a million ways to say it. Without just keeping yourself, you just, you just give up on yourself when you say, I can't afford that. At this time, it's not something that is in the budget. I mean, there's a million ways to say it, really. All right, the next one, number four, I don't have time. Same exact reasons as I can't afford it. I don't have time. I just don't have the time. No, 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 no. I choose to not spend my time on that right now. It's not that you don't have the time. You make the time for what you want. Just like you find the money in your budget for what you want. Same exact thing. It's not that you don't have the time. It's that you don't see enough value in it to make the time for that. Let's call a spade a spade. Let's say what it really is. Oh, I don't have the time for that. No, 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 no. You do. You do. Because you're, I saw you on Instagram and I saw you on TikTok. So we know you got time because you're spending time on uh, social media. Don't say you ain't got time. It's that you don't choose to spend time on that specific thing. Don't, don't that you did that, that that is not something that you want to budget your time for. If we really broke down what we do in a 16 hour day, there's so much extra time. Then what we, I mean, we waste time. We waste time. Even I waste time. 
and I'm pretty darn efficient with my time. And I even can find myself, I mean, my, my time wasting has gotten into just minutes, minutes here and there. I, I can catch it within just a couple of minutes of wasting time. Now that I've got a puppy who is like a puppy on crack, I've gotten super efficient with my time. Everything is measured out to the minute, to the hour each day. I can't waste time because she doesn't let me. Um, she lets me know real quick when, when I'm wasting time and she's bored or whatever the heck is going on. So you're not going to hear me say, I don't have time for something. Um, you know, even like with filming this documentary, plus raising this puppy, which is a 24 seven job, plus training for the documentary bodybuilding, which is, it takes up several hours a day, plus running code red, plus eating. The eating requires the shopping, the meal prepping, the weighing, the measuring and the logging. And then, you know, plus I've got my relationships that I'm trying to maintain. It's all, it takes up my whole day. It's, I've got my day pretty budgeted out. And so, but, but if something came along that I really wanted to do, like go get a pedicure. Well, guess what I did? I just called my pedicure guy before I started recording here. I said, I'll be there in one hour. This is going to take me a half hour to do this, this podcast right now. Then I got to get it downloaded and uploaded for the podcasting guy. And then I've got enough time to leave and, and be there by the time I need my pedicure. Cause it's clear across town. So, so do I have, do, I could, I, I could, well, I don't have the time to get a pedicure cause I got to record the podcast. No, 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 no. You just need to be strategic with your time. Christy, you can do it. Yes, you can. If you stay on task, same thing with you. Stop saying I ain't got the time. You do have the time. You just need to strategically budget it or, or admit you don't care enough about it to make the time for it. Admit that if that's true, I don't care about this enough. This is not important enough to me to budget my time for this because that's the reality of things. That's the reality of your situation. Don't just say, I don't have time. My, my day is full right now. My day is full. There is no, I don't have a time slot for this at this moment. I mean, you know, that's, that's even that is, um, right now I can't seem to fit that into my time budget. I don't know. There's another way to do it, but don't just say, I don't have time. Don't just say, I don't have time. All right. So our a fifth phrase that you need to stop using was just saying, because that's redundant. We, we know you're just saying it because you just said it. Number four. Hi, yeah. How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Well, no, no, no. Do you really care how I'm doing? Because you're not even waiting for the answer. Stop saying that phrase because you don't really mean it. Number three, I can't afford that because yes, you can. You just don't see the value enough to, to be able to find it in your budget. So stop saying I can't afford it and stay instead say, I choose not to spend my money on that right now. Number four, number, I mean, number two, that was number three. Number two, I don't have time. Yes, you do. If you cared enough, you would make the time people make the time for what they want. And the number one phrase you should stop using right now is to be honest. Well, if I'm being honest, you, you know, um, honestly, I absolutely hate when people say that. Hear me out. When you use it, when you're in the middle of a conversation and you say, well, if I'm being honest, whoa, 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 whoa. We assume you're, you've been honest this whole conversation. Now you're prefacing this coming up statement by saying, to be honest, 
Well, if I'm being honest, well, so what you weren't being honest before, wait a minute. And you might be laughing. Whoa, Christy, you're just such a black and white thinker. I am very black and white, but if I am talking to someone and we're having a conversation and they say, well, I mean, if, and which has happened a lot, especially with code red and I see people at events and I'll say, um, what, uh, how is your rate of loss been? Well, if I'm being honest, uh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I stop somebody. If I hear them, I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I interrupt them, which, you know, I hate doing, I interrupt and say, wait, 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 So, so you were not being honest before? No, no, I was. Well, then why did you feel the need to say, if I'm being honest about the statement coming up? Well, I, I, oh, I, I, I no, no, no. See, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to say, uh, if I'm being honest, then uh, it hasn't been real great. Well, so did you, have you been lying to me this whole time? Because that's what that statement implies. It implies you haven't been honest the whole conversation. You and I have been talking for 19 minutes and this whole time you have not been honest with me because you just got to saying, well, uh, to be honest, I, uh, I'm not doing too well. So it implies that you haven't been honest before. Why would you need to say that phrase? We assume, I assume everyone's being honest when they're talking. I just assume you are. So by you saying, to be honest, uh, you know, if I'm being honest, uh, you know, I just didn't really love him. Well, so <laughs> what? That is a really, really, really bad habit to do. I don't let people get away with that. I mean, I interrupt him and I say, wait, I mean, I call him out on it. It's a very bad habit and it needs to stop immediately. I hope that nobody that I'm close to, like my Code Red certified coaches or my family, my sister, um, Miles, um, anybody that I'm close to, my, my coach, Eric, but the film crew, I hope they never say the phrase, well, to be honest, Christy, what? Because I just assume every conversation we're having together all the time is honest. And it's a really, really bad, really bad habit to get into. It implies that you've been lying. My boxing coach, Tom Aritis, he was almost good for nothing, but he did teach me this about, uh, well, back in 2005, when I started working with him, um, he taught me this and it's been almost 20 years. And uh, he taught me never say that to the press. Never say that to the press. Don't say that at all. Always say the reality is, because you've seen, you've noticed that I say that the reality is, and, and I don't even like to say truthfully, well, truthfully, da, 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 da. I, you, I just don't even like to say that the reality is every single coach who has ever left code red has gained back their weight. Oh, to be honest, every single coach. No, 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 no. The reality is that's the phrase you should use in place of if I'm being honest or to be honest, or well, honestly, no, you don't need to preface your statements with that phrase because it does put that plant that seed in that person's mind that you weren't being honest before. Think about it. Is that a bad habit? Are any of these bad habits of yours? I think all of these are bad habits. If you say them, I really do. This is just Christie's opinion, but of course this is Christie's podcast and I, I think that it could help you if you recognize that you are saying these pointless, worthless phrases that yield no results. Nothing good is coming from any of these statements. Nothing good is coming from them. 
There are other ways to say things that are much more positive and much more productive. Remember, say the most you can with the fewest words. We want to be better listeners than we want to be talkers, you know, speakers, uh, people that conversation, a good conversationalist is a good listener. So be very cognizant of your phrases. And if you're saying these wasteful words that mean nothing, that plant seeds of doubt, not only in your mind, but the person you're talking to. A good conversationalist is someone who's aware of these useless phrases. I learned almost 20 years ago to not say, to be honest. I always say the reality is how the reality is. It's better, isn't it? It's better. Well, kind of a different uh, episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, but I hope this got your mind thinking that it turned the wheels in your brain and, and helped you stop and say, huh, that is a bad habit. We all have bad habits, myself included, that we can stop saying. I, I, I hear myself waste words and I can't stand it. I feel myself doing it. I hear myself doing it. I can't stand it. So I'm working on this all the time. I want to be a better listener. I want to be the best listener that any of you have ever talked to. Every time you talk to me, I want to keep my mouth shut and my good ear open because <laughs> that's the only one that works. I want to really absorb what you're saying. I want to hear your words. I want you to felt heard. I want you to felt lo feel loved. And I want you to feel validated when you talk to me. And that means keeping my mouth shut. Because really, don't nobody care what I have to say when you talk to people. They don't care. I've done I've done a million events and I've, I've had thousands of people come through. They don't care. They just want to say what they want to say. And that's fine. So I want to be a good conversationalist. I want to be a good listener. And part of being a good listener and being a good conversationalist is watching these useless, pointless phrases that you might say. Just get them out of your vocabulary. Get them out of your, your words. Get them out of your, your uh, arsenal. You know, you just don't even say them. Don't even say them. They're, they're useless. They're pointless. They serve no purpose. All right. Take care. And I'll see you on the ne next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. See you later, guys. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.